Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. Big tech is under attack and it's a bipartisan assault from multiple places over a range of grievances that underscores the kind of reckoning the companies could face in the future. Four of the biggest U.S. tech firms, Amazon, Facebook, Google, and Apple, defended themselves before the House Antitrust Subcommittee yesterday. Chairman David Cicilline was obviously prepared for his attack on Amazon, suggesting it uses its control over data to thwart competition on its platform. Do you use consumer data to favor Amazon products? Because before you answer that, analysts estimate that between 80 and 90 percent of sales go to the Amazon buy box. So you collect all this data about the most popular products, where they're selling, and you're saying you don't use that in any way to change an algorithm to support the sale of Amazon-branded products? The answer was no, with a little explanation. Joining me is Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Litigation Analyst Jennifer Ree. So, Jen, this was the four big tech companies Mm -hmm. facing this tough questioning from the panel. Was the bottom line the concern about sheer size and the dominance of these firms? You know, yes and no. So overall, yes, this is all beginning and all of these investigations are starting because there are general concerns about the dominance, the size of these companies, their power, uh, their ability to to hinder rivals and uh, smaller rivals and new entrants. But, you know, in antitrust is fact specific and it's conduct specific. And I think many of the committee members recognize that. So to some extent, some of them started getting into very detailed conduct. Uh, for instance, what we just heard with Cicilline talking about Amazon and what Amazon does. And there were even some questions about Apple and why a prompt for Apple's iCloud for 99 cents comes up when you, you go into an Apple device. So, so it was both. Uh, and they are going to have to get into the specifics if something is to be done along the lines of antitrust here to curb these companies because monopolistic conduct has, has to do with conduct and it's very fact specific. So which company faced the most criticism and which the least? Well, in the hearing yesterday, I think Amazon really had the most heat, for sure. And I would say Facebook the least. And while that might sound surprising, that's probably because... Yeah, but the thing is, Facebook's problems are really more rooted in privacy concerns. And and this was an antitrust hearing. So there was certainly... um, questioning of Facebook as to who, how much competition it has in social media. And, and Facebook really had a little bit of trouble answering that question. Um, but I, like I said, the privacy concerns are the bigger issue for Facebook. And with a- Amazon faced a lot of heat, I would say Apple the least. So, well, and we know Facebook was facing its own problems over its mm-hmm. attempt to uh, have cryptocurrency exactly. before another committee. So, um, is this criticism by lawmakers likely to go anywhere? I mean, past legislation, there, there, there seems to be bipartisan support here. 
That's right. And I think that's the ultimate goal here. So this hearing was the second hearing in what is meant to be a series of, of antitrust hearings and an investigation, because that could include a subpoena and getting documents from these companies. Uh, and the goal is to understand if there's a problem, how to solve the problem, and, and whether legislation makes sense, and then how to craft that legislation. So it's going to be difficult, and it's going to be somewhat of a long process. But that is the idea here. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Some people were saying this harkens back to Microsoft mm -hmm. when when uh, Bill Gates appeared before the Senate right. in 1998, and then Microsoft was the target of a government lawsuit a uh, short time later, two months later. Is that likely to happen here when there are four different companies? Well, first of all, we have to remember with the Microsoft situation that um, Bill Gates appeared in 1998 to testify, but the Department of Justice had been investigating Microsoft since 1993. So timing-wise, they have been investigating five years, and I think the lawsuit by the Department of Justice would have been brought and was getting set up for that time period, you know, whether Bill Gates had testified at that time or not. We're at a different place with these big four tech companies because if there are investigations ongoing already by the Federal Trade Commission and Department of Justice, they are likely at very beginning stages and those investigations take years not always five years but definitely years um, so what we have ongoing in parallel tracks is this house look into the market power and the impact of that power on competition and possibly FTC and Department of Justice investigations so at the end of the day we don't know where that'll lead us to, whether the Department of Justice and FTC will find that each of these four companies in the, in the areas in which they each have some power have engaged in conduct that is deemed to be illegal under the antitrust laws, or whether they may find that just one of them has. But it's going to be the fruits of these investigations, the evidence they pull, documents, data, testimony, that will lead them to a place where they either settle, do nothing, or bring a suit. So, uh, and we've discussed before how there was news that the Justice Department and the FTC sort of divvied up the companies right. in order to, to start investigating them. Now, as you mentioned, and as uh, Republican Jim Sensenbrenner said, that um, just because a business is big, that doesn't mean huh. it's bad. And antitrust law doesn't exist to punish businesses because they're big. But isn't that what most Americans think of as antitrust that they're going to break up the big companies. Absolutely, and they say, hey, that company has a monopoly, and isn't it, unlaw isn't it unlawful to have a monopoly? But Jim Sensenbrenner actually stated the law as it exists mm -hmm. currently, and I think that's why they're taking this look, because they understand how the law is developed and what our law says. Our Supreme Court has said it is not illegal to obtain a monopoly, and it's not even illegal to charge high prices, monopoly prices, if the market will bear it and if a company has a lawful monopoly. And I think the question becomes, well, then, do we need legislation? Uh, because the, the state of the law doesn't necessarily give us a lot of flexibility in going after these companies. But the biggest issue is that you have these companies providing great benefits for consumers, free products, lower prices. And that's going to be the biggest battle, because antitrust law is really meant to protect consumers against higher prices. Now, the 
EU has opened a form. They're always ahead of us there. Margaret <laughs> Vestager is, is uh, always ahead of us as far as antitrust. They opened a formal investigation into Amazon's dual role as retailer and online platform, which was mm -hmm. sort of what Cicilline was getting into yesterday. Yes, absolutely. The question is, if, if you're playing on the platform, you're the referee, but you're also competing, how is that fair? And is that a conflict of interest? Now, we've done that in the United States. You know, we often are vertically integrated companies. Um, we, we participate in, you know, let's say in a market, in a retail store where they're selling a private label product that competes against a branded product in that store. They are the distributor as well as competing. So that occurs and that is okay. It's not necessarily a conflict of interest. But if Amazon's doing something, um, taking competitively sensitive information, let's say, of a rival seller, that could be a problem. Or demoting that seller's products and using it to advance itself, that might be a problem. And yet people like those low prices, <laughs> as you mentioned. So we'll see what happens. That's Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Litigation Analyst Jennifer Reed. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.